five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Liam Joshua Munn. And I'm Michaela DeJoseph. And this stays between us. What is she even saying? I don't know. I think my roommate told me the story. If we don't know what you're talking about, it's, I believe it's Little Mix, I think. Yes. And they're all around the table. And I believe she picks up uh, a card that says, like, uh, do uh, say this word in a Jamaican accent. And that's what came out of her mouth. Oh, it was a Jamaican. (laughs) It was a Jamaican accent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That's like the least offensive Jamaican accent ever. Well, that, like, it doesn't sound like a Jamaican accent. It doesn't sound like anything. It doesn't it sound, sound human. It sounds gibberish <laughs> to me. Michaela, how are you doing over there in in uh, Long Islands? <laughs> Long Islands. I'm fine. I just keep thinking about how what, the next time we record an episode. Yeah. We were we're gonna have class after it. Oh, like it so, once a... we're done recording, we're gonna have our two thirty to five twenty class oh, that we're taking me down together. Like that. Yeah, it's our last semester of college. That, that's last just, semester. That's that's crazy town. That really is crazy town. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because I actually was talking to a professor that you have this semester, and but she's basically seen us through every single year. Like she has seen us in some capacity. Holla yeah. at you, Christine. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was telling her, I was like, it was. It felt like just yesterday that we were, like, starting. And now it's four years later. Literally, it's four years later. Three I know. Because did you year. have her freshman year, too? I did. I yeah, did have so. her freshman year. And then sophomore year, we did Tommy. Junior year. Yeah. We Junior, saw nobody I didn't have because anything it was for her. coronavirus. Oh, yeah. The coronavirus. <laughs> was, and now I have her senior year. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. I truly do... Um, I truly do appreciate it. Michaela and I were on FaceTime and she was like, I don't know. Have you heard driver's license or like, have you like, and I was like, or maybe I brought it up and I was like, what is this? Like everyone's talking about it. And she was like, have you not listened to it? And so I I listened to it. Michaela got my live reaction to it. Mm -hmm. Quite a good song. Quite good production. Quite good lyrics. She sounds great. Olivia Rodrigo. Um, And then, of course, a few days ago, uh, the song is, of course, about the relationship with Joshua Watts-Face and how he left her for Sabrina Carpenter. Bassett. That's Bassett, yes. I almost jo- said Henry. <laughs> Joshua Bassett <laughs> left Olivia Joshua Rodrigo Henry. for Sabrina Carpenter. And then Olivia, yeah. Olivia created a hit song. That a is a bop. But, yeah. And then Sabrina Carpenter, she didn't wait. She Uber expressed it. And she wrote <laughs> a follow-up a tune. Yeah. That's bad. It's I a bad song. I actually didn't listen to the song, so I don't even really know what it sounds like. I just have heard it's not the good. lyrics. I've read the lyrics. And, I just say. And this is my thing. One of my roommates believes that it's like PR. Like, it's all PR. Like, that they're doing this all for just... And I was like... Oh, all of them? Yeah. Like, even Olivia? No. I, I think... Oh, Sabrina. No, oh, Sabrina for sure. But yeah. Olivia is like, she just like wrote a really good song. And to be she honest, she wrote a heartbreak song like every single other correct. artist on She's the She's 17. Face of She's the like earth. 17, 18, and yeah. she wrote a heartbreak song, and she sounds great. And the production yeah. was really fucking good. 
Like, and it's relatable, and people are like, let's get on. There's something it. nice to, to her voice. Like, there's just something really comforting and kind of nice about it. And mm-hmm. uh, she's a great, great singer. So, yeah. um, and my thing is, is that like she didn't diss anybody. Like, no. if anything, she was like, the one thing I was scared of was the one thing you did. And you told me not to worry about it, but I should have. That was basically, like, one of the messages about, like, Joshua being, you know, hanging out with Sabrina and her being like, that kind of makes me nervous. And he's like, don't worry about it. And now they're together, which I would be pissed off. But nothing felt aggressive or, um, like, overtly emotional. I mean, of course, it's a lot of emotion. It's a song. But, um, But I think Driver's License is great. And Sabrina Carpenter's response was a lazy song. Yeah, it just, I feel like it just went, it's just a complete 180 from what Olivia was trying to do. She literally went for her. It's just a breakup song. Yeah. And then she, <laughs> Sabrina like, Carver's like, I'm fucking your man. So like, what's good, Olivia? <laughs> and yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Maybe we could have been Serena friends. Carver. I'm like, no, she doesn't no, want to be your friend. Have. Like, she That's doesn't want to be your friend. That's not how breakups work. I'm sorry. It just isn't. You don't have to hate each other for sure. You don't have to. But like. Yeah. Why would she want to be your friend? I know very little circumstances in which... Uh, the two girlfriends of a... Yeah, or two boyfriends yeah. or friends with the... You know, right. it just doesn't... It's just, it's, that's not how the world works. Um, no. And... But I... Yeah, so... Sabrina, we gotta... We gotta at least make the song good. The song's not good. Listen to it after. The, it's just bad. Like, it's... There were some, like, cool... But you could tell, like, she literally was like, maybe I'm really a song. And then she, like, released a song. <laughs> and it just wasn't good. Yeah. And I'm like... And, like, one lyric is, like, uh, maybe blonde is the only thing that rhymed or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, I don't think she... Olivia ever said blonde in the song. Maybe that's yeah, just, did. like, the... No, she, she did. did. Yeah. Oh, that blonde It's about... Girl. the That one line is about blonde Serena Carpenter. Girl. It's very obvious. And then, but it was that one line. Girl that always made me doubt. Yeah. That still doesn't rhyme, so I don't. She's know everything I'm insecure about. Uh, I know blonde doesn't blonde okay, doesn't you know rhyme with anything, so her lyric is wrong. But yes, the blonde girl she's referring to is Serena Carpenter, which she's allowed to refer to but like girl, the other that's woman. Free press, like it's yeah. not like she's like that blonde girl's a bitch. She was no, literally just she like just he says picked she's a you girl, and I'm and alone. I'm insecure. Yeah. I it's it's if a somebody, little crazy her response. It really is. But I also see from Serena Carpenter's side where she's being bombarded every single day since this song's come out about her, this song and yeah. about her and I'm sure people online like probably weren't nice to her. Yeah. And so I don't blame her. I'm sure her PR team like pushed for her to like Release come out with a song, song to ride this wave of like people talking about you but yeah. like i'm sure sabrina was fed up with people bombarding her about her boyfriend's ex like okay. you know what i mean i pulled up the lyrics this mm-hmm. is the chorus want my heart to be breaking breaking no and i'm happy you hate it hate it oh i'm not asking you to let it go but you're telling your side so i'll be telling mine mine yeah, these lyrics make I like. Why are you speaking? You're a pretty blonde girl. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't. Like I don't this know. verse. This verse. You're telling it how you see it. Like truth is whatever you decide. Some people will believe it, and some will read in between the lines. You're putting me in the spotlight, but I've been an, under it my whole life. Said all my life. 
girl. You can try to get under my under. Oh, that's really the. I'm pretty sure that's really the course. You can try to yeah. get under under my skin, but he's. I hate these lyrics. To get under my under under my skin while he's on mine. Yeah, all my all on all on mine, all on mine, all on my skin. I wish you knew that even you can't get under my skin if I don't let you in. Yeah, I don't like her. Yeah, I mean, it's just it it doesn't look great. And as someone who is also a twenty year twenty one year old girl, she's the same exact age as me. Sabrina. Like, yeah the exact same age and so to be writing a song about a 17 year old like i wouldn't even talk to a 17 year old because like i just so don't want to borderline minor bullying like (laughs) (laughs) and i think sabrina carter released a statement saying that like the song yes it has to do with olivia but also has to do with like the people have who have been talking about the song to her like basically I guess yeah. like Olivia fans but I feel like Olivia fans aren't the ones being mean it's just like the trolls on the internet yeah probably. which you're always gonna you're always gonna get so it's those people who are trying to get under Sabrina Carpenter's skin about the whole situation I think is also who the song's about so I don't think the entire thing is completely about Olivia yeah I'm just seeing because I'm petty so a driver's license oh my god 225 100 million times it's been listened to that's insane and then i'm just gonna look sabrina <laughs> <laughs> and sabrina carpenter only eight million okay oh sabrina i hope you find peace <laughs> peace be I with do. you but i'm hearing this song i as we know i do have a tiktok i do not check it because it raises my anxiety levels well, like, I mean, yeah, the song popped off because of TikTok. Like, truly, that's how truly. it got so big um, because there's billions of people on TikTok. But what's popping off on TikTok now is if you haven't heard of the TV show Bridgerton, you aren't on social media at all or have Netflix. But Bridgerton is like the new hot show on Netflix about British people in the 1800s. And just like any other good TikTok thing, we got a TikTok Bridgerton musical coming at you live. Yeah, and yeah, we do. It's, so these two women, uh, Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear, wrote a song that was from, what the fuck is the character's name? Phoebe. Is it Phoebe? Daphne. <laughs> it's Daphne. That's sure. the character's name. Um, they just wrote a song that was really, really good, and it, exploded and they keep writing more they have like a whole playbill article about like why they wrote it and like the drama filledness of the whole show and how as soon as they watched it they're like this should be on the stage like this is so like theater worthy and they made a great song and i'm i think they're really really great songwriters like really really good and even the girl who wrote it and then sang the song is her voice is like so good and so perfect for it. And I'm I really hope this doesn't turn into like a ratatouille TikTok musical musical because it is like honestly too elevated to like be considered a TikTok musical. And also the women who are writing the music, I just want them to write the music. Like because their yeah. music is actually genuinely good. We don't need input from like Gen Z again for like their music about Bridgerton. So well, I hope it stays these two 
women writing the songs because they're very, very good at it. Yeah, and it's also like the demographic. Like Ratatouille started as a meme, will stay as a meme. It is a meme. Yeah. Um, versus Bridgerton is like the audience is older. It is even if it is like younger adult, like 16, 15, whatever. But those yeah. are the youngest people I could see watching that show the tv show i've only yeah. seen one episode of it and i'm i'm like indifferent about it it's just not my thing um okay. but i have heard the songs i'll be interested i don't like other people singing the songs though so i agree with you i mm. i think she needs to also be in it i don't think oh i think she should be daphne the lead yeah i agree with that statement uh, but because you know she comes who i at... saw singing what is that? i saw so uh, Penelope Featherington is she was in the first episode, so you would have seen her. She's the only fat character in it. And yeah. Carrie Hope Fletcher sang the Penelope song that she wrote. Was it and you? it was amazing. And I want her to play Penelope so bad now. She sounded beautiful. She's actually she got the British accent down and she was really, really good. So she's the only one I want to actually be in it. Also, the girl can play her because she's not fat. But, so, Carrie Hope Fletcher is my Penelope Featherington, the star of the show for me. I'll be interested to see if the show, you know, if it does become a musical, where it would start. Because I feel like the show, the TV show, is is kind of an American version, of American version, a take on, like, British society in that time period. So I don't necessarily think the show would translate well in the UK. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just very incorrect, but I'd be interested to see where it started. And I mean, it's Shonda Rhimes. I don't think I can't think of any Shonda Rhimes projects that have become musical theater. So I'd be interested for sure. Yeah, I would too. I think I think people would be interested enough to like get it on its feet once it, we can uh despite COVID. So, I think I think the music like stands alone. Like I think that's a good enough reason to like get someone invested in wanting to produce this show. Well, and I actually asked my roommate who's more on TikTok. I was like, I want her to create like an album. Like I want her to do like a concept album. And I think that's the goal. I think she's recording like a concept album of, which I think is great. You know, any of those pop rock shows kind of all started as a concept album from like a songwriter yeah. or a composing team. So I think it would be really interested to see if the songs consecutively in a chronological order make sense and work. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited. And also the sound is really specific. It's very singer songwritey, yes. floaty, not really musical theater. Yeah. So I'd be interested if, if that translates to, to a transition. Yeah, me too. Very good. Very like good. It. Very good. I got to go check TikTok. Let's take a break. Okay, goodbye. No hey one mourns ho, the No one mourns. She the never one. cries. Wicked with Charlie's. We deserve a mashup. This Mash time, it. baby, I'll <laughs> be. Prove ding dong, the witch is dead. Hey, hold on, man. Prove. 
<laughs> Anna Kendrick could never. Oh, Anna Kendrick is quaking. I didn't hear that. Quaking. She's just quaking. She's I. Would would you see Wicked when we come back? Like, what what if the first yeah. show back is Wicked? Oh, okay. I'll always see Wicked, okay? Yeah. What I'm hoping for um, when we come back is that Hamilton's going to be cheap, and I can go see that again. For I cheap. have never seen it, so. I will go see it if it's I will. reasonably Socially priced. distanced um, vaccines in our body, we will. Yeah. Oh, yeah, only if there's a vaccine Vaccine. floating around in there. But Wicked, I would definitely see again. I love that show. It brings me a lot of joy to go see. So when I go back to theater, I don't really want to be depressed. I'm going to be honest. You don't need a play. You don't need an Ibsen play. You need big old musical. I need a musical like Wicked. You know, it's a tearjerker. But (laughs) it's it's not as depressing as like Jagged Little Pill, you know? But I wait, if who's... I'd love to, like, have the discussion of, like, who's Glinda and who's Alphaba, but I don't even think we're that. I think we're, like, <laughs> Bach and Nessa Rose, but I'm Nessa Rose and you're Bach. Yes, I agree. I agree with that. And I fucking kill you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, they're a bunch of witches trying to kill me. Bob, Bach is kind of an asshole, though, if you think about it. Like, he's kind of an asshat. When she's like, just love me, and he's like, I gotta go to glinda and he like profess glinda. my love and then she's like bitch no but then, then past that point her. he is up all about revenge tin man is all about revenge spoiler alert oh, yeah <laughs> spoiler spoiler alert spoiler. i do have a talking point though about okay. that show in particular love a good wicked probably some of my favorite orchestrations love yep. it dan 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 lit mm-hmm. lit as hell uh big orchestra too which i'm a big fan of um but also big foreheads um i am i'm a i'm i'm technically a forehead queen but borderline (laughs) five head okay Uh we're we're all about inclusivity here we're all about justice (laughs) and there needs to be justice for glinda's because if you check this is like eight-year-old gay me talking right Mm -hmm. if you check the grimmery the OG book, OG mm-hmm. program, if you will, of $60. I remember it because it was so damn expensive. And you check the original, like, Joan Marcus. I'm pretty sure she took the photos. Joan Marcus photos of Kristen Chenoweth as Glinda. That wig is so far back mm-hmm. on her head. We were in the meeting, writer's meeting, and I wanted to talk about it. Michaela was like, what are you talking about? And I sent her photos of different Glindas throughout the years. And they're all con- consistently... On hairline the back. back behind their ears. wig snatched hairline yeah. gone forehead for days five yeah. head and i I, really I am funny. i am coming from a place of love and devotion because i myself am a five head queen you're uh-huh. i'm all about that life but my question is is i i like want to ask the designers like why is that such a specific because it looks purposeful it doesn't look right like they accidentally did it no and the people putting on like the wigs for them like they know what they're doing like they've probably been there since the beginning like oh, you know what it, i mean like it's the a wig point department? It's a, it is a, a, a it's a point at this time and place it is a yeah purposeful choice so i'm just interested you know what if alphabet's wigs hasn't changed <laughs> that, that no. woman has a normal hairline the entire i know i don't know i really don't know what it is about them um maybe we should email someone and like yeah no ask but- I will. What's with, good? I'll ask. I will write a letter. I love Nessa Road. Wicked Witch of the East. Justice. 
because that is not on the cast recording, which that is dirty. That is a dirty move. <laughs> What's not on the cast recording? Wicked Witch of the East is not on the cast recording. Nessa's song. See, I don't even remember that song. Cause it's weird it's because it's like recording. half a scene. It's a Wicked Witch of the East. The Wicked Witch of the East, bro. <laughs> it was Alphaba. <laughs> that one? Anyone? I, I'm not familiar. Anyone? Anyways, uh, so that's my little soapbox mo. But I mean, what a what a duo, right? Alpha Bun Glinda, what a duo. And now it's time for a game called "Can You Name These Musicals Told from the Perspective of Its Secondary Jesus. Character?" Brought to you by Playbill. Nordgom. <laughs> First. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. First plot. A life coach tries to settle into her new family only to be terrorized by her fiance's daughter and her ghost friends. Oh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. That is that's a that's a good game because it does make you think you're like, what musical has a life coach in it? It does. Next one. An average guy finds his life torn apart when his flapper wife is arrested for killing her lover. Oh, I got an ad. <laughs> yes. I got an ad. <laughs> it is, wow, the playbill, the first playbill of Chicago is very racy. The original production all took place uh, on a bandstand that went up and down, like an elevator. Is that crazy? Wow, that actually sounds yeah. really interesting. It didn't get the same response because I think it was the same year as a chorus line, I think. Yeah, I, I think it was too. That makes sense. Sorry, Sorry. Chicago. But they're still and, on. And so. Course lines not. So, <laughs> so who's a real winner? Okay, next one. Nothing much happens. Someone eats watermelon slices. That's it. One more time. Nothing much happens. Someone eats watermelon slices. So it's a show kind of about nothing. Mm-hmm. And they eat watermelon slices. We have talked about this show on the podcast before and how I've never seen it and I didn't care to see it because I thought it looked boring. And did I say I liked it? Yeah. Can you give me any other hints? What theater was it at? Is it a playable? The Ethel Barrymore Theater. Band's Visit. Yeah. Does someone eat watermelon slices? They eat watermelon? I, I mean, they must. They must have. Isn't I that weird? I, you give me a theater and I can name it. But yeah, I love Bands Visit. It's a beautiful show, but it is about nothing technically. Look at that. Look at that. Look at those watermelons. <laughs> Next one. A woman watches her boyfriend fall head over heels for an employee amidst, amidst massive overhauls at his company. How to succeed in business, Smitty. Oh. No, it's what I thought it was. Oh, my God. Then you give me clues, Michaela, if you know it. Recent. Oh. Recent show. Recent years. In the 2000s. Recent, in the recent years, 2000s. A, what, like after 2010. A woman watches her boyfriend fall head over heels for an employee. Oh, kinky boots. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. King, raise your higher to raise to your fire. Alto part. The only low thing in that show. (laughs) Yeah, alto part. A low-level commercial landowner lets his friends live in a converted loft space and then is forced to confront them about their bills. I know that I know this show. Bruh. Bruh. 
Bruh, I read the first sentence and I knew what it was. We'll read the first sentence again. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Hold on, there's an ad. Thanks, Playboy. Get your money, Playboy. A low-level commercial landowner lets his friends live in a converted loft space and then is forced to confront them about their bills. I, yeah, the only thing, I'm only getting weird things in my head. I'm not getting, like, shows that are popular. Literally one of the most famous shows ever. Give me, what theater was it at? <laughs> it was in the Nederlander. Oh, Rent. Jesus rent? Christ. Yes. Yes. That's oh, because it's Benny. Oh, yeah. see, that's what that's what it, that's how they get you. Okay, <laughs> that's how they talk get you. Talking about bills, Liam. <laughs> I just—they don't really talk about bills that much. They talk about rent. <laughs> it's not like ah, oh, my electric. We're not gonna pay electric. We're not gonna pay. <laughs> they utilities. definitely don't have any electric either because they had to like burn things. Turn that off. Fire. Anyways, that was terrible of you. Okay, uh, next one. Know. <laughs> I don't even remember the last time I listened to Rent. Well, it's been at least neither, a decade. I bet I it hasn't. I, I bet Take Me to has popped recording. into your head and you're like, let me listen to it. No, I straight up have not. I don't think I right, ever well, looked up Rent on my Spotify. So. Well, I don't have Spotify, so does that make you feel better? <laughs> Privileged. <laughs> oh, I think I know what this is. The mistress to a rising political figure is kicked out onto the street with a new fur after an actor catches the eye of the politician at a charity concert. Never mind. This is not what I thought it was. It's Evita. Oh, is it? It's the mistress in Evita. Oh, my God. I was reading it as if Ava was the mistress. That was them. But, yes, it was Evita. Evita. Next one. A cunning saleswoman must make ends meet off of commissions, and her employment is put on the line when she crosses the wrong fashionista. This is a very weird one. This is this is tough. This is tough. Is it? Was the show at the Nederlander? No. A fashionista. I did not know it was at this theater, actually. Can you say the theater? Yeah, Palace. A fashionista when she. Fashionista is gonna be like the biggest thing that the big one a fashionista can you say the description again yes a cunning saleswoman must make ends meet off of off of commission and her employment is put on the line when she crosses the wrong fashionista so the secondary character is like a secondary character like not important do i know this show yeah I mean, I, there's only, like, one show at the... It, it, do you know a date, like, when the show was... No, I can look it up. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to guess it's recent. I mean, I'm going to make a it's guess. It's recent-ish. I'm going to say all shook up, but I don't know. No. In the palace? In the palace, which I honestly... On the steps of the palace. On the steps of the palace. Um, yeah, and the only other show that's making sense to me is like Sunset Boulevard, which doesn't make sense. Um, no. Think yeah. like 2010's time. 2010 at the Palace. Around that time. I don't know the exact year. Want me to find you an exact year? it was year? Legally Blonde, and then what replaced Legally Blonde? Is that the show? Yeah, the show's Legally Blonde. Is that Vivian? <laughs> 
No, I think they're talking about the saleswoman that is like that is the blondes dirty. are so that stupid. Is so dirty. That's why I said the secondary character is not important. That is dirty. I was like, that <laughs> makes no one. sense. That I is know. such a dirty, dirty question. Oh. I know. It was good though. Made you think. Next one. A seasoned opera singer complains about an increase in workplace safety violations and is replaced by a younger re- rival with an influential vocal. Oh, I know exactly what this is. It's Carlotta and Phantom. Yes. Well, I'm imagining I got an ad. Michaela's yes. dream role. No. And my dream role is so to be on the ensemble and sing um, alto one. So. No, you're that one bitch. Oh, is that Meg? The Phantom of the Opera. Fucking hate Meg. All She's the evil Meg. villain of that show. She really is. Like, we're all worried Especially about the Phantom. The, I'm worried about Meg. In the, in the sequel? Scary. I know. I interviewed a, when I interviewed a Christine, I was like, I don't trust Meg. No. Meg's I shady. I don't think anyone should. Meg is the worst. And then, and then in the sequel, the she show? shoots her. I know. Too, it's too spoiler. much. Spoiler. She goes crazy spoiler. and she shoots Christine in the second one. Spoiler, but not spoiler. Because if you read between the lines of Phantom of the Opera, you know Meg is the real villain. You know that this. she was like, Phantom, you should, I don't know, drop the chandelier. She's like, whoa, <laughs> Meg. He's like, I was just going to like, I don't know, set a little say thing on fire. Say boo a couple but... times. or <laughs> Say boo. She's like, oh my God, the Phantom just hung somebody. You're like, no, I didn't. <laughs> it's just Meg. She is the one who always points it out. She's, she's the like, one who's ah. constantly She's the only one who belts. She's the only one who belt mixes. And she's always 40. And no, I'll never know why. Always 40. Next one. A university headmistress tries to maintain order in her school. School of Rock, Miss Mullins. Final answer. No. No. Not even close. Let me finish. Let me finish. That was a pretty good guess, though. A university headmistress tries to maintain oh. order in her school despite the efforts of two mismatched roommates. Two mismatched roommates. Oh, Madam Morrible and Wicked. Yep. Wicked. There's actually a, there's actually a few things. I also thought Miss Trenchbull till the very end. I thought Miss Mullins till the very end. I know. Exactly. Let me finish. Don't let me finish. There's a few headmistresses. That's true. That I don't Broadway trust. loves headmistresses. She loves head. Next question. <laughs> okay. I think this one's going to be easy. An old man gives his favorite diner employee a large tip. Oh, Joe and waitress. Waitress. Opening up. Let in the day in. Okay. Over a cup. Okay, yeah. Sorry. I think you're also going to get this one. Okay. A homeless woman tire- tirelessly tries to bring down a heartless baker oh that's uh what's the what's the wife's name in sweeney though it does it lucy yes lucy it's a beggar woman yes when i first read it i thought it was into the woods i thought they were oh. talking about the witch was the woman it's not she's also talking that's another thing i the, the witch is not the lead of into the woods i don't know why she's always like the second to last bow it doesn't make any sense to me like it's a diva part i get it but, like, she doesn't do that much. Especially if you cut out Stay yeah. With Me, you don't do anything. That's true. She just kind of pops in. Yeah. Oh, I love that song, though. With Stay With Me. Stay with me. And then she also does Last Midnight. And then she also has the whole rap. Rap, Last Midnight. Name another song other stay than with Stay me. With Me. 
Okay, cut. Stay with me, because stay with. Why me would you cut? Stay with me. Because <laughs> it wasn't in the original. It, it was wasn't? in the revival. Yeah, they cut it out of the original, and then they put it in the revival. Huh, she doesn't do anything else. Whatever. Whatever. It's an ensemble show, but I mean, the baker yeah. and the baker's wife are the main characters. For sure. Next one. A love-struck vice principal returns after a five-year absence to a to judge a children's <laughs> battle of wits. That's Panch and Spelling Bee. Yeah. That's funny. I, I can't wait to play Panch in the Broadway of <laughs> Spelling Bee. Okay. A single, middle-aged woman travels to a Greek island for a wedding and winds up hoping to win the affections of her best friend's former lover. Is this Mamma Mia? It is Mamma Mia. <laughs> is, it Christi- is it Christine Baranski's part? It doesn't no, it's- say. I don't know which one of the friends it is. It's because, I mean. It's probably Christine Baranski. No, 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 no. Huh? It's the other one. It's Julie. It's the, oh. it's because she sings, if you change your mind, I'm the first in line. Because the other one's gay. That's the whole point. Oh. Remember? The three husbands. One of them is like Pierce Brosnan. The other right. one is Colin, what is, what's his face? And he's the gay one. And there's the wild one who plays, who sings My Last Summer or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh. And Julie's like, if you change your mind. I do like that song, though. It's a great um, song. <laughs> and that was, can you name the musical summarized from the perspective of a secondary character? And I think you did a pretty good job. Did an all right job. Legally Blonde was a dirty movie. That was a I. dirty, dirty little slut, that one. That one? I feel like if they were doing secondary characters, they would have done, like, Pilar. You know what I mean? Or, like, Orfe or, like, Paulette or whatever in Legally yeah, Blonde. Yeah, it actually would have been Paulette because... Even she the three the girls character. aren't even there technically. She's technically they're technically they're in their imagine her imagination as the Greek chorus. Correct. So, but whatever, whatever. still nailed it. Oh nailed my it. god! You know what I need to go do? I need to go watch Legally Blonde on MTV and then watch in the search for the next L Woods. Thank God, guys! Between Legally Blonde, Bridgerton, Driver's License, <laughs> Sabrina Carpenter, this stays between us. Have a good week. Goodbye. Bye.